from the book of Revelation, chapter 15. And I saw another sign in heaven, great and marvelous, seven angels having the seven last plagues, for in them is filled up the wrath of God. And I saw, as it were, a sea of glass mingled with fire. And them that had gotten victory over the beast, and over his image, and over his mark, and over the number of his name, stand on the sea of glass, having the harps of God. And they sing the song of Moses, the servant of God, and the song of the Lamb, saying, Great and marvelous are thy works, Lord God Almighty. Just and true are thy ways, thou King of saints. Who shall not fear thee, O Lord, and glorify thy name? For thou only art holy. For all the nations shall come and worship before thee. For thy judgments are made manifest. And after I looked, and behold, the temple of the tabernacle of the testimony in heavens was opened. The seven angels came out of the temple, having the seven plagues clothed in pure and white linen, and having their breasts girded with golden girdles. And one of the four beasts gave unto the seven angels seven golden vials full of the wrath of God, who liveth forever and ever, and the temple was filled with smoke from the glory of God and from his power. And no man was able to enter the temple till the seven plagues of the seven angels were fulfilled. Shalom, Alekum, peace be upon you and welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean. Website can be found at scriptureandprophecy.com. That's where you go to find the archives. That's where you go to support this mission of truth. Well, today we are looking at this week's Torah portion called Ha'asinu. Let me just read you the portion summary real quick from TorahPortions.org. The word Ha'asinu literally means give ear, an expression meaning listen to this. It is also the name of the 53rd and second to the last reading from the Torah. Ha'asinu is the first word of the Song of Moses which begins with the words, Give ear, O heavens, and let me speak. Deuteronomy 32.1 This Torah portion is only a single chapter long, and the majority of it consists of the Song of Moses. The Song of Moses is a prophetic oracle, warning Israel about apostasy to come and the resulting wrath of God. The song looks far into the future, even envisioning the messianic advent amid rich and frightening apocalyptic imagery. After the conclusion of the song, Moses is told to ascend Mount Nebo and overlook the promised land before dying. So today, we'll be reading Deuteronomy chapter 32. A bulk of it, like the description said, is the song of Moses, but it has a prophetic and apocalyptic undertone. And so this morning, I just ask you would open up your hearts and listen closely. This is a song that reaches far into our generation. 
think it's interesting that the book of Revelation says that, you know, they'll be singing the song of Moses, and they also call it the song of the Lamb. There's another place where there's a song of Moses, by the way. That's Exodus chapter 15, which starts with the with verse 1 saying, Then sang Moses and the children of Israel this song unto the Lord, and spake, saying, I will sing unto the Lord, for he hath triumphed gloriously, and the horse and his rider hath he thrown into the sea. And then, of course, I read to you chapter 15 out of the book of Revelation. So, there's something to this. The last thing I'll say, and then we're going to start reading. Uh, I'm going to read from the Hallelujah Scriptures. There's many names, many of God's titles, I would say, and names for God used in this passage, in this song. Obviously, we have his name, Jehovah. And then we have Elohim and El. And there's one in here where he's called Eloah. Eloah. And that's what it is in the actual Hebrew text. And uh, so, for example, that appears in verse 17. Um, And if you were to go to look at it in the actual Hebrew Bible, not the Strong's Concordance. I try to make this point clear as, as possible because people think they're studying Hebrew by looking at the strong coordinates. That's, you're not studying Hebrew when you do that. You're studying uh, simple root words. You want to know what it actually says in the Hebrew, then you're going to have to learn how to read it and go look at the verse itself. But it is Eloah, and it happens a couple of times, so you'll hear that as I'm reading. Okay. That's enough introduction for this morning. Let's read chapter 2. Let's read this Torah portion for this week. Let's begin. Hallelujah, scriptures. Give ear, O Shemayim. And let me speak and hear, O earth, let the words of my mouth Let my instructions fall as rain, my speech drop down as dew, as fine rain on the tender plants, and as showers on the grass. For I proclaim the name of Jehovah, ascribe greatness to our Elohim, the rock. His work is perfect, for all his ways are right ruling, an El of truth and without unrighteousness. Righteous and straight is he. A twisted and wicked generation has corrupted itself. Their blemish, not his children. Do you do this to Jehovah, O foolish and unwise people? He is not your father who bought you, who created you and established you. Let me read that part again. Do you do this to Jehovah, O foolish and wise people? Is he not your father who bought you, who created you and established you? Remember the days of old. Consider the years of many generations. Ask your father and let him show you, your elders, and let them say to you, When the Most High gave the nations their inheritance, when he separated the sons of Adam, he established the boundaries of the peoples 
according to the number of the children of Elohim. For the portion of Jehovah is his people, Yaakov, his allotted inheritance. He found him in a wilderness, in a wasted, hallowing desert. He encompassed him. He made him understand. He watched over him as the apple of his eye. As an eagle stirs up its nest, flutters over its young, spreading out its wings, taking them up, bearing them on its wings. Jehovah alone led him, and there was no strange mighty one with him. He made him ride in the heights of the earth. He ate the fruit of the fields, and he made him to draw honey from the rock and oil from the flinty rock, curds from the cattle and milk of the flock with fatness of lambs and rams and breed of Bashan and goats and the choicest wheat. And you drank wine and the blood of grapes. But Yeshuron grew fat and kicked, and you grew fat. You grew thick. You were covered with fat. So he forsook Eloah, who made him, and scorned the rock of his deliverance. They moved him to jealousy with the foreign, with the abominations they provoked him. They slaughtered to demons, not Eloah. Mighty ones they did not know, new ones who came lately, which your fathers did not reverence. You neglected the rock who brought you forth, and you forgot the El who fathered you. And Jehovah saw and he despised because of the provocation of his sons and his daughters. And he said, let me hide my face from them. Let me see what their end is, for they are a perverse generation. Children in whom there is no trusting. They made me jealous by what is not El. They provoked me with their worthlessness. But I make them jealous by those who are not people. I provoke them with a foolish nation. For a fire was kindled in my wrath and burns to the bottom of Sheol and consumes the earth in its increase and lights on fire the foundations of mountains. I gather evils upon them. I use up my arrows upon them, wasted by scarcity of food and consumed by heat and bitter destruction. And a teeth of beast I send upon them with the poison of the serpent of the dust, the sore bereaves from the outside and fear from within. Both young man and maiden, nursing child with the man of gray hairs, I said I should blow them away. I should make the remembrance of them to cease from among men. If I did not fear the enemy's taunt, lest their adversaries misunderstand, lest they say, Oh, our hand is high, and Jehovah has not done all of this. For they are a nation lost to counsel, and there is no understanding in them. If they were wise, they would understand this. They would consider their latter end. How would one chase a thousand? And two put ten thousand to flight, unless their rock had sold them. And Jehovah had given them up. For the rock is not like our rock. Even our enemies are judges. 
Their vine is the vine of Sodom and of the fields of Amora. Their grapes are grapes of gall. Their clusters are bitter. Their wine is the poison of serpents and the fierce venom of cobras. Is it not stored up with me, sealed up among my treasures? Vengeance is mine and repayment at the time of their foot slips. For near is the day of their calamity, and the preparations are hastening to them. For Jehovah rightly rules his people and has compassion on his servants. When he sees that their power is gone, there is no one remaining, shut up or at large. And he shall say, Where are their mighty ones, the rock in whom they sought refuge? Who ate the fat of their slaughterings and drank the wine of their drink offering? Let them arise to help you. Let it be a hiding place for you. See now that I, I am he, and there is no Elohim besides me. I put to death and I make alive. I have wounded and I heal. And from my hand no one delivers. For I lift up my hand to the Shemayim, and shall say, as I live forever, if I have sharpened my flashing sword, and my hand takes hold on judgment, I shall return vengeance to my enemies, and repay those who hate me. I make my arrows drunk with blood, and my sword devours flesh, and with the blood of the slain and the captives, and from the long-haired enemy chiefs, O nations, acclaim his people. For he avenges the blood of his servants and returns vengeance to his adversaries, and he shall pardon his land, his people. Then Moshe came with Yahushua, son of Nun, and spoke all the words of this song in the hearing of the people. And when Moshe ended speaking all of these words to all of Yisrael, he said to them, Lay your heart on all the words with which I warn you today, so that you command your children to guard and do all the words of this Torah. For it is not a worthless word for you, because it is your high, that is to say life. And by this word you prolong your days on the land which you pass over the Yarden to possess. And Jehovah spoke to Moshe that same day, saying, Go up this mountain, of the Abram, Mount Nebo, which is in the land of Moab, which is opposite of Yarcho. And look at the land of Canaan, which I give to the children of Israel as a possession. And die on the mountain which you ascend, and be gathered to your people, as Aaron your brother died on Mount Hor, and was gathered to his people, because you trespassed against me in the midst of the children of Israel at the waters of Merabiah Kadesh in the wilderness of sin, because you did not Kadesh me in the midst of the people of Israel. For you are to look at the land before you, but not enter there, into the land which I am giving to the children of Israel. That, my friends, is the Torah portion for this week. I hope that your hearts were open and terrifyingly 
can't help but think that it speaks to our generation today. The church today, the people of God today, have just are so clueless about just how far into apostasy they have descended. It's astonishing. It's astonishing when you look at, uh, you know, some of the reformers and just just go back a couple hundred years looking at Christian men and women and their view of holiness versus versus today's greasy grace mentality. I hope you've been blessed this morning. I hope this is speaking to you this morning. Thank you for listening. Peace and grace be with all of you. And until next time, God bless.